Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Ain't Got Time For That. I'm Zeke Condon. I'm Milan. And we have a very quick, insightful and engaging episode for you, Zeke. Hopefully enjoyable. Yeah, so we've got, um, we're trying to fit this in between a whole bunch of client meetings for me and I think you've got team meetings for you. Program meetings, team meetings, and the list goes on. Yeah, just proving that uh, ain't got time for that is uh, not true because we're making a podcast in 15 minutes. So uh, one of the things that I started talking about last week, Ilan, and I want to talk to you about it, um, is this this thing that I'm throwing around my head and I, and I don't know what it is and maybe there's some research out there about it, but I haven't done it. It's, it's this concept of like a harmony theory or an equity equation, right? And... And what I mean by this is, is there like a, a universal law in the world that, that hasn't been discovered, similar to like, a, you know, the, the theory of everything, physics kind of thing, but within sociology, which in how the brain works, that this law that can like be spread across the businesses, sciences, humanities, um, politics, governments, um, technology, kind of determines human success, failure, happiness, sadness, um, community, connectiveness, influence, right? Oh, I just feel like there is something. And, and I and I come to this because I, I read a book and I would highly recommend it to anyone who wants to geek out um, called The God Equation. Um, so The God Equation talks through sort of the history of physics and uncovering and goes from like um uh the the edisons of the world through to to the um i'm gonna forget all the scientists names now um what's the dude with the big hair and the mustache um come on most famous scientist physicist in the world oh my god i've forgotten his name anyway tell me what his name is later on that'd be good talking to like string theory and how um how everything is connected and how is everything is disconnected and how you know the physics and and understanding how when you get down into quantum mechanics how there is no exact state of anything there is like there is an on and off and there's also in both spaces at once and they just just something in that just says to me there is possibly the next level of like string theory, which is around human theory, right? Like, and I think that that is just something I want to talk about. Like in your world, do you think that there is a, a way that, that humans can live in equity that can live in harmony? Elan. I guess before I even start, if you flip the question around, why would you say that they can't? I mean, yeah, just go there. Oh, it's a, and it and it it is, and this is like this is why I think that that this this law exists because when you go into talking about like string theory around, you know that 
that that Schrodinger's cat, like the cat is either dead and alive, but both at the same time. It's that I actually think that, you know, humans can live in harmony, but at the same time, they can't live in harmony. And so it's basically just a description of what we're at. So in itself, the quest for human harmony is we're already there, you know, like that human harmony and the connectedness that we have potentially is that for there to be harmony, there needs to be disharmony. For there to be happiness, there needs to be dishappiness. Um, you know, could the theory, could the way that the world develop actually always have that as the equity? You know, is that the equality between human as they develop? Is it possible to be everybody is happy? Or do you need to go through um, different periods of experiencing both to kind of truly appreciate the positive side of it? It's a good question. And there, okay, there's an interesting tangent you can take this concept on, right? Is that human equity, human harmony could be in the high of the beholder which is that you need to go on the personal journey. So as a whole, the world will never be in perfect harmony, but they will resonate with each other because they're on these own personal journeys of going through the highs and lows. And only when we can go through all those highs and lows, but each individual gets the opportunity to go through the highs and lows. That, to me is like the, the the unpicking and the starting of the 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 equity equation is that everyone has the opportunity to go through that i think it's true in so many different disciplines that the potential exists across the board mm. um but the potential is 100 percent up to the individual to realize um and the book escapes me now but Basically, the premise is, I think with everything in life, how do you know what's real and what's, what's imagined, like, or what's just your perspective on things? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I know that you are real or you may not, or you're just a figment of my imagination? The only thing that I really know to be true is I. Um, so when you start talking in terms of harmony, well, how do I, like, once again, like, there's no black or white saying that things are good or things are bad. It's all relative to your baseline or to your context. So you need to experience the ups and downs so you, that you know what good looks like. Mm. And I, so, so taking it to, like, a, a, an outer side circle, right? So if you kind of think of the, the I, we, it, there's a concept I've seen in management, um, management books which sort of talks about the eye and like you said the only thing that we really know is real is the eye but then taking it to the next level is the we which is like the the closest circles the teams the family units um the people that you have influence over or who have influence over you um you know harmony and being in harmony with others in the we circle so not taking it to the the wider it but um how do you how do you like how do you enable more harmony 
within your we groups, right? Like, are we doing the right thing today to enable equity and enable harmony in terms of understanding the other eyes that are in our we and also translating and communicating our I out to our we? As a world, do we do that well? I don't like. I, I think you've answered your own question. Um, no. I think the mere fact that we're talking about it means that there's room for improvement. Um, and I don't know, over your years, over your experiences, um, you've been in different environments, um, and a lot of them have kind of centered around conflict management. What's been your observations? Like, what's done really well? What is. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I would like to, you know, put a, put a footnote in what I'm about to say is, um, does not universally apply. <laughs> ah, but then it may. But uh, well, I might, but, um, I believe that, um, okay. So very, so I like to delve into really random experiences because I just, I love the concepts of new and the ways that other people think a couple of weeks ago, I went to a church and I'm not a church person i'm agnostic look i understand i think there's something else out there there's some other power you know and this is why i'm reading about string theory right but i went to a church because i like i still love the human element you know and and the 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 concepts and the principles and the values and they spoke about something there that really rocked my world and really summarized a whole lot of the um the thinking in this you know where are we at with this and um it was where uh, Jesus calls all of his disciples simple. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, I came in at the right time. This is really interesting. Um, he called them simple because um, they were all being fantastic implementers of the process, but they had forgotten the principles with which the process was built on, which meant that the process, they were just going through the day to day and they were being mindful. Right. And then like, so this, was, this isn't in the scripture, but then they sort of broke it out and we had this like open questions. And I'm like, yeah, well, like that's, that's what it is. So people don't spend the time understanding the principles of things and the values. They get hell bent on running a process. The process has been built off the back of principles. And then they point to the principles and go like, I'm just doing what the principles, you know, down the trail of this now process tells me to do. So I'm, I'm within my rights and you come to the Karen state, right? Like, and, and, and it can be applied to so many different areas of your life. Um, the number of times that I've had conversations with people and it just seems like life's on autopilot. Yeah. Uh, Are mean, they happy? Like, like I, well, it? I was going to say, I mean, besides for the fact that like that can't be great for their overall um, life satisfaction. Mm. I mean, it's a dangerous place to be like, yeah. yeah not, to, not to say that some things, right? Like some things it's okay to be on autopilot because you can't be in control of everything. You can't be mindful of everything. So you're talking more about the ones that are just on autopilot across a multiple multitude of things. I think the place to start for me on that would be the ones that are the, the areas that are the most worrying. Yep. Uh, if you said to someone, what are the top things that are important to you or the top things that you care about most, if that list is predominantly a list of things that are on autopilot, mm. that's when you need to rethink. Yep. All right. Flipping it back into the we, back to the I. 
what are you doing when you see these people in autopilot? And, and this is bringing me to the part that I was actually going to apologize in advance for. What do you do? What do I do? What do you do when you see someone's on autopilot today? Do you have any examples that you can tell without giving away the name? I don't think it's so much a case of what would you do because I think a lot of it is based is what would how you would handle a lot of different situations and that's just asking questions um just do, you, do, you, do, do you see that you do this absolutely I think um throughout um the different relationships that I have they're all built on questions and understanding and seeing drivers. And that helps build that self-awareness. Um, whether it necessarily changes the outcome, um, I think that's really going to depend on the person. But I think creating a platform that it's safe to ask and answer questions is the start. And from there, where it leads, I guess that's mm. a free will conversation. So I, so I see that as one part of a two-sided coin, right? One side of a two-sided coin, which is that you're consuming the information and hoping that the other comes to the conclusion. But back to the apology in advance, political correctness <laughs> to me is what is the thing, and I'm, I'm thinking this on the fly, but I think it is the thing, one of the things in this world that um, is getting in the way of, uh, actual advancements in terms of harmony and equity and self-development because it's so hard for people to go, hey, mate, you're an idiot. Like, or hey, mate, like, you know, shock them into realising that they're making a mistake. We all sit there and ask our questions hoping that they will come to the conclusion, but we don't actually dig into and say, hey, like, we don't actually make sure that they got the shock. Mm. Um but yeah. I guess, is that reserved for certain types of relationships? Is it your place then to be calling people out just because that's your lens and that's the way you see your, the world? Sure. And, but there you go, right? So there's like the, the human harmony though. Can we, can we honestly have human harmony in this world? A huge question, right? Can we have human harmony in this world with a, um, that inwards looking view where we don't provide back to the others like is that possible um something to unpick another time i think because we're Question right on time. readers let's <laughs> see what comes back over the next week and yeah. then we visit next week and we can incorporate some of the thoughts and awesome um book recommendation from you i just saw come through do you want to share it with the listeners so jed mckenna's theory of everything um Great book. Um, a book from a philosophy, philosopher, non-philosopher. Um, and I think you'll need to read the book to hear a bit more and unpick that a bit more. Um, but very interesting and makes you definitely think um, and rethink some of your underlying assumptions. Yeah. Um, and it is available on Audible as well. I'm just going back to my lists. Yeah, there it is. I have listened to it a while back. Maybe worth revisiting for myself as well. All right, thanks, guys. Um, Thank thanks, you. Alan, and talk to you all next week. Yes.